Hello and welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. This is Selection Night with Shep and Tomo and Brad. So Brad's going to stay with us for the whole show tonight because he's, let's just be frank about it, he's awesome and he's part of the furniture. So we've been away for a couple of weeks. We've been on secret missions. We've been looking at other fields of play. We've been researching our own sports. We've been... Uh, completely deep and deeper undercover. We've been doing a lot of different things, and I guess research isn't any of them. But uh, with, <laughs> <laughs> with that in mind, uh, Tomo, great man. How are you? Oh, I'm very good, mate. I'm very good. Um, yeah, I've had a bit of sickness and got through it, and but a lot, lots of negative rats. Yes, um, that's good. <laughs> so it hasn't been the dreaded COVID, but it's been a, just a cold. Yep. Um, and it hit me pretty hard for a couple of days, but I've I've bounced back. Um, yeah, last Thursday night when we were meant to be doing the podcast, I reckon I slept for, I reckon, 12, 14 hours straight. So Jeez. I haven't done that for a long, 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 long time. So With no I must have been sick, it. I reckon. I reckon, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm still bouncing. And how are you going, Brad? Yeah, very well, thanks. Um, Keeping busy as always, but um, look, uh, firing all cylinders here. That's good to hear. Um, So I'm probably the the squeaky wheel tonight. You can hear by my voice that I'm still battling the recovering parts of the Rona, the, the dreaded plague, and... Yeah, so I'm getting beat up a little bit. At least but... you haven't got the monkeypox, mate. Oh, it's a positive, I suppose. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to know what that is. Um, no, it looks pretty dreadful, it doesn't looks it? Looks awful. And <clears throat> close the borders, shut the whole joint down. We don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what's next? No, they reckon that's transmitted a lot differently than uh, the Rona. Oh, that's so, good. Yeah, we'll. we'll Leave it with that. We won't go any further into that. The less I know, the better. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I guess being the kind of guy that I am, I avoid people. Um, so I'm pretty safe, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> at least Love from, it, mate. Love it. At least from the monkey virus. I mean, come on. Dear me. All right. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so what's been happening in northern new south wales brad the uh, outlaws have been up and about i assume so what's the um what's the latest there mate yeah we have been up and about um so opening day um look we we came out against a pretty good cougar side um and i don't have the score sheet in front of me i've got some from the other games but um we had a pretty good game um you know cam beat started uh, on the mound, and I relieved him. So just a bit, we're probably a bit raw. I uh, hadn't had done a lot of training. It kind of snuck up on us, and, yep. um, you know, we're all busy people. So, um, look, we went down 7-4 um, in the first game, um, and but uh, we beat them, I guess, uh, or we scored more earned runs than them. So right. earned runs are runs off the bat, yep. uh, where an unearned run is runs that have scored from errors and things like that. Yeah. Uh, people making mistakes. So, yep. <clears throat> um, so they scored four of their runs off, uh, off errors. Wow. Uh, so our, our defense was pretty raw the first few weeks. Yep. 
Um, then we came up to Armadale the next week. We had a double header for our home opener. Uh, and look at uh, Tim Voigt started on the mound, and he's he's generally pretty good, but he catches for us um, right. these days. Yep. But um, double header, we had to look to someone else to begin with, and um, mm. he hasn't thrown him probably. I hadn't pitched in about twelve months, roughly, and I just had a bit of trouble finding the strike zone. Um, I think Cougars played played to ten, scored ten runs in the first inning there. Um, it's hard to come back from that. Oh wow. yeah, I think we we ended up going down fifteen two yeah, uh, in that game, which was a, a bit of a struggle to try and get up for the second game. So, um, I you know I, I have a I'm not a, I'm not the coach of the side, but I have a fair bit of input, and and Cam and Cam beat the head coach, and I get along quite well. Yep. And I said, mate, I think we need to let this one go and focus on game two. So, yep. Uh, we ended up pitching uh, Keegan Bird. Um. He he generally plays first base for us, and and he did a great job. Um, so good, in fact, that he started uh, last week, and I'll get to that one shortly. Okay. Um, but look, there's only uh, one, two, three, four hits in that game from the Outlaws. One to Cam Beat, uh, one to myself, one to Tam Peterson, and one to Chris Blanks. Um, so with eight strikeouts there as well for the team. So. A uh, bit of a tough uh, start to that day yep. uh, against a very strong Cougars outfit. Um, but we'll get rid of that negativity and we'll move on. Absolutely. Um, so in the game two, um, I started on the hill for that one um, and just kind of went to work. Um, it was a pretty tough game, actually. I thought I had that one in front of me, but I must not. Um I threw about 100 pitches, threw pretty well, and we were, it, were, it was close the whole way. Uh, we were up. Um, it ended up Warriors having a um, a few Cougars players playing for them. They were a bit short. Right. Um, we were happy to get the game in. and um, So the Cougars uh, got on the, um, I guess, the, the beverages and decided to have a bit of a sledge. And I think that kind of got to some of our guys a bit. Um you know, I've dealt with it a fair bit before, so it's kind of, um, you know, especially around grand final time. Mm. Um, and I think we ended up getting beat like 11-10 or something like oh. that. It was it was a really good game. So mental um, disintegration played a part in it. Yes, yes. So, um, but, you know, was, we spoke about that this week before we played them and, um, you know, we're going to make it, need to make it white noise. Um, they've, got a, they've got a pretty good support base. Um, they've got, you know, they're, the club, I guess. They're, mm-hmm. They've got all the sponsors. They've got great... Um, or people have time to go out and find sponsorship um, and, and just a good good uh, good administration. But um, that was, look, a disappointing weekend at home to go down to lose two games uh, at home mm. in the same day. But, um, look, we'll come back um, bigger, I guess. Yeah. Um, we've actually... The next week we played Warriors again, uh, and we welcomed back Chris Bird. So about 12 months ago, Chris uh, broke his leg playing, uh, dislocated his ankle. So it's his first game back. So he's pretty ginger still. He's just yeah, happy to be back there. But Absolutely. Um, Before... It's kind of like, I, I guess my analogy for it was like Cooper Cronk when he needed shoulder surgery, when he um, you know, just led them around mm-hmm. in that grand final a few years ago. Yeah. 
So I um, guess before we get too deeper into um, <clears throat> the next week, I'm interested mm-hmm. to know how the Field of Dreams played. How how did the ground shape up? I know that you've put a lot of work yeah, into it. We have. Um, it's, it's looking pretty good. Um, I think we're going to end up having to replace the mound because when we first put it in, it was actually a synthetic mound made out of pallets and right. things like that, and the dirt's over the top. Yep. Um, and it's starting, I think it's starting to rot away underneath just a little bit. Um, ah. so it's not affecting the game at the moment, but it, it's going to have to happen probably within the next 12 months. Yep. Um, the original guy, Terry, um, one of the groundsmen from, uh, the sport UNE at the university of new England, um, he's back. Um, and he kind of went, what's going on here. And he's really put a lot of hours into it for us as well. Right. Um, and like his experience has, has really got it back to it's probably uh, uh, the quality it was in the early days. So nice. big shout out to Terry Terry Farrell there yep. at Sport UNE. Um, it's looking great, um, and yeah, so we're looking forward to playing back there uh, Saturday week. So just before the June long weekend, cool. Which um, which will be good. And uh, look, we're we're feeling pretty good. We're we're starting to get. Um, find a bit of momentum and, and hopefully we'll be uh, a couple of wins up at, uh, at our field of dreams. Absolutely. Um, well, the next week um, we played Warriors again. Um, I started, I was keen just to get the arm going and, and, and get my stuff moving. I've got um, four pitches, one still quite developing, my change-ups developing, uh, but I've got a two-seam fastball, Slider and a curveball. That's a pretty. Uh, so, um, I've got. To, you're gonna have to talk yourself up a little bit there because I, we need to get some more details on this two seam fastball. How does it shape? Does it shape away like a little snake, or give us some just a, just a, a little bit of run nice. in towards a right handed batter? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not. It's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's becoming the uh, number one starter. Um, I think, I think over the last couple of years, I've established myself more as a pitcher and, and not ever been a pitcher and more of a third base, first base. Yep. Um, and I'm just starting to, um, to, to learn a bit more and, and just listen to what a few guys got to say for me, to, to me, sorry. Yep. Um, and I've, I've never really pitched during like in the senior rep side. So right. um, I, I, you know, I started the first game last year for Tamworth. Um, I look, I'll probably be in the rotation this year. Um, June come June long weekend. And then again in August uh, for the, for the new South Wales country championships. Um, so I'm just <clears throat> so I'm the... kind of just absorbing what I can and, and yeah. um, just try hit my locations and, I'll, I'll, I'll never throw overly hard. I'll probably throw like low eighty, low eighties miles per hour. Yep. Um, and and just try and I guess junk guys up a bit, um, and and try beat them with the lack of pace and, and a bit of movement. So, well, that works. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely enjoying it. Um, definitely enjoying it. So, so you're so, saying eighty miles an hour is slow. Yeah. What's the general picture in? Your league, like number one pitcher, what what kind of miles per hour are they throwing? Um, 
Not nowhere near as high as probably like you say Sydney and Newcastle and things like that. Um, but yeah. we do have a couple. We do have a couple of guys. Um, Jake Forsyth pitched the other day um, for Warriors. He, he went to college, but um, as more of a shortstop, um, he's probably mid mid to high. Um, Andrew Ferris, who played first grade in Sydney for for a while there, um, he'd be high eighties as well. Um, and then Brock Ridgewell would be mid mid to high eighties as well. Um, so okay. there's yeah, and then you can get guys. We'll go away to country championships. Um, and face guys that throw 90 mile an hour, if not faster, um, which is a bit yeah, daunting. Yeah. It's got to got to stand at the back of the box and and get set early and yep. swing hard. But it's it's easier for the guys to face that when they're facing it all the time. Yeah, 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 whereas, um, definitely. Whereas we we go down and we face it and we get we just get blown out of the water because we're not constantly facing mm. it. So I reckon yeah, yeah. Um, the highlight of my baseball career was at Tamworth. Country Championships or the Baseball Piss Up Weekend, um, as we called it. I reckon I faced a guy that was throwing high. Oh, he would have been high eighties. He was. He blew us out of the water, but I got a dinky little hit over shortstop. It went in between left field and shortstop, made it to first, and it didn't come off the middle. I can tell you that. Um, but that was <laughs> my highlight. That's for sure. It just dinked over shortstop and got a hit. So. And that was in a semi. I think we got done nine one. Yeah, going back a few yeah, years now, happened. though. Yeah, yeah, it would be. And so I remember, um, I got put in a pinch hit against the American All Stars when I was in Prague, and this guy was throwing heat, and I was just I was hoping for the best. So I got struck out in three pitches, I think. Oh, if you hit him, um, it's going to go. You can't on say that. you didn't have a go, Brad. Absolutely. Oh, that's right. I went. I went down swinging. That's for sure. Yeah, you don't want to look <laughs> at it. Swinging, that's for sure. You don't. Man wanna... after my own heart, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't mind a swing. Absolutely. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll move on to week three. Yep. Uh, for the baseball. Um. Yeah. So, I I started. Um. I I threw three innings and and. Could have gone more, um, but we're up 12 nil, so it probably wasn't the best thing for me to keep going. Yeah, uh, we brought on Sam McKay, uh, who who was a B grade pitcher when we had a B grade side, and uh, he's turned into actually quite a, a handy center fielder. Um, and look, that we're probably playing an underdone Warriors side. Um, so, but um, look, uh, we had a. a a heap of hits. I think we had 12 hits by the looks of that. No, sorry. Yeah, 12 hits. Um, Cam beat three hits. Sam McKay, three hits. Uh, myself with four for four. Uh, and everyone contributed, so everyone got a hit in that in that game. So, uh, so we're starting to really, um, you know, to to heat up the the offense, and then our defense is starting to come back as well. But um, having Chris Bird back was huge for us. Um, He's, yeah, he's that guy that it's, it brings a presence, and um, whilst he's not a hundred percent, you know, he can still do a bit of damage. So that was um, it was a we ended up winning that game twelve seven. Uh, nice. Sam gave up a few runs there, but uh, not to worry there. Yep. Uh, moving on to week four, so this this will be get us up to date. Mm. Um, so after being beat fifteen uh, two by the Cougars. A fortnight before we came up against them again, uh, we we had a I guess we had a bit of a chat about mindset, yeah. Um, and we just 
you know, said, well, these guys aren't 15-2 better than us. It's the mindset that we're going that, oh, hang on, these guys are better than us. Um, and we said, yeah, you look player for player. Um, we're a show. And um, look, we did really well. They threw their ace. They threw Andrew Ferris. Uh, he pitched 120, uh, sorry, 118 pitches. That's a lot of pitches. Um, yeah, it's a lot of pitches because uh, I had the double header. Um, so they wanted to say, like, leave a bit in the tank for the afternoon. Yep. Um, but end up going down in a tight one there, three two. So good game, um, fantastic game. Um, so Keegan Bird started that game um, through three innings, and then I came on to uh, relieve and then throw two innings there as well. So um, good to get out and. Um, you know, I, I don't normally struggle against the harder, like their middle order there, but they're, they're generally pretty good. Um, at least one of them gets a hit off me. Um, um, and I struck out the side a few times, so um, I sat down the side a few times, a couple of pop-ups, and but just a few errors there. We're probably just missing a ninth player to really strengthen the side. Um, um, the, you know, the, uh, no, like, good old Will, um, that we had out there playing right field 61 and, and in his second year of playing. So oh, big shout out to Will. Playing, so. <clears throat> big shout out to Will. Will Williams. His actually named Anthony, but we call him Will Williams because it sounds funny. Why not? <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're up to date there. And then um, in a couple of weeks, uh, the, the much anticipated um June long weekend carnival, the biggest carnival of its kind in the southern hemisphere. It's the best carnival um, ever. It is. It is unreal. Um, so we've got. Hey, I'm um, speaking two about sides. just before we get too far into that. Um, yeah. Is Dean Biggs still ticking along? Steve Biggs. Yeah, he from the Lions. He was up. Um, yeah, Bigsy. He he. Bigsy. When, I, when I was yeah. still going. About 25 years ago, he was sprouting off about being at 20 of them in a row. So he would have had 50 years up by now, I reckon. Oh, he hasn't. He hasn't been one to one for a long time because he was. He always organised that Gosford All Bars side, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so he, I think one year because he didn't drive. Did um, Did he get a license? No. He never had a license. No, I was going to say because uh, that would cut into his drinking. That's right. Um, I think one year, maybe ten or so years ago, he got had enough. I guess and right. got the pups and and caught the train home and, and wow. I think he's been seen since. So yeah, okay. Bit of a shame there, but yeah. um, it's still um, the Gosford All Bars are still running. Cool. Uh, no, they come from all parts now, so yep. a few guys have moved away and and they come back and play with their sons. And yep, it's a great weekend. That's what it's all about. So um, tell us about how you're shaping great. up for it. Sorry. Yeah, tell us how you're shaping up for it. Yeah, look, we um, I think there's only going to be three games. They were saying so. We got, I think we've got a pretty good squad uh, depth wise for for three games. I know there's um, one, two. Uh, Three, four, five. So five, five of our A grade side in the A grade Ten West side. So okay. Um, so huge shout out to Ten West Baseball Association TBI, um, or Incorporated. Yep. Um, 
they've really done um, great things in regards to getting the reps up and running um, or a second squad up and running. Um, so we've got uh, another three blokes uh, in the B grade side and the B grade squad as well. Um, I can't remember the last time Tamworth had two two rep sides, so that's right. that's huge for us, and and we'll go a long way into to um, I guess providing depth when it comes back to club ball as well. Yeah, uh, guys playing higher levels always, you know, you you adapt and and you take things from it and you, you gain from the experience. So, um, so those two squads will still go away in August. Uh, to the country championships in uh, Outback Sydney. Yep. Uh, funnily enough, country championships have been held in Sydney at the Black at Blacktown Stadium, okay. uh, Blacktown International Sports Park, or whatever they want to call it now. Yep. Um, so yeah, some um, you know shout out to Sam McKay, who's probably a dark horse in there. He probably thought he's going to get picked in the B grade side, and um, he's he was quite surprised, and as were we. But he's he's been putting in the work. Um, and and deserves that that's that's um, Guernsey in the in the A grade side. So absolutely, that Sammy McKay. Um, yep. If you do the you work, got, yeah. you'll get the reward. That's right. And um, big shout out to John Warren as well, who's back in the squad. Um, he will go away with the countryside in Cairns. Uh, he'll be in Cairns the Saturday, the Sunday of of the June long weekend. Um, bringing his son Noah along as well. He throws pretty hard. Um, he's actually struck me out the other day, and um, gotcha. I, yeah, I made him look a bit funny with a change up. So I went up yarning him. Um, you know, big shadow, big shadow. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I toured uh, Prague with John, yep. his dad. So um, you know, big shadow. He's standing in there, fellas, and. I uh, was into him a bit, and you know, I've always got along well with Noah, so he gave me a bit of a wry smile and fouled off a fastball. Then I fouled off a curveball. I said, "Is that all you got, mate?" I said, "You got something going to make me look silly? You got something to get me?" And he threw a fastball across my nose, Ooh. just about. Yep. And not on purpose, but it got called a strike. Oh. Um, so. He could have probably imagined my reaction, Mick. Okay, I turned yeah. and faced. Um, <laughs> and I like I, I generally have respect for the umpires and and <laughs> you know, um, but I turned around and might have said an expletive, um, and then the, that was terrible. And I probably should have got tossed out of the game. Yep. Um, but you know, thankfully got. Um, a bit of a reprieve, and uh, didn't have to face the judiciary uh, midweek. So, but um, look, Andy. <laughs> really, really looking forward to uh, to June long weekend. It's always good to play a high level and just test yourself to see where you're at. Um, like I personally probably need to put in a bit more work, but um, you know, young family and teaching at the moment um, yep. is is making that a bit difficult. But life is look, pretty that's, full. Um, yeah, it is. It is. But um, that about wraps me up. Here up here in uh, outlaw country. Um, oh, one thing I did forget to mention. Um, yep. Shout out to all the mums out there because it, I, I would have done this if we had the um, the the double header at home before Mother's Day. Then that was the Mother's Day weekend. But yes. Mother's Day weekend, I always um, use a pink bat. Oh, okay. Uh, pink, yep. wear pink bat, and wear pink batting gloves. Just as a shout out to Sarah, my mum. Yep. Um, so. To, for all the things that she does and to all the mums out there. So 
huge shout out for that for for the mums. Absolutely, nice, nice mate. Support us doing sports. So yeah, yep. nice um, little touch, mate. Yep, one touch that we well, I'm pushing the buttons tonight, and I forgot to push this button. So we can safely mm. say that was the catch up with Brad Smith of the Armadale Outlaws. So thanks for catching us up, Brad. No, that's all right. So if you you give me the opportunity, I won't stop talking. So <laughs> That's it. Awesome stuff, mate. Awesome stuff. Right on. Now, I need to get some um, some intro music for you, Tomo. I guess what we can say, <laughs> I can say this before you get going, that uh, last weekend or the weekend just gone, we had the over 50s, well, we had the, Flurio, the Hills Flurio Club presentations and our man Tomo here. Did we? Yep. I was there even. <laughs> took home the batting award for the club, not just our team, and was also the player of the year with double the votes of second place. So well done, mate. Absolutely Thanks, fantastic. Mate. And not only that, not only that, but more to the point, it's been an absolute pleasure to play with you throughout the season. And uh, and you, mate. Cheers. And and I think we're promoting the spirit of cricket quite well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, no, it's been fun. It's uh, It's been a full-on year. I didn't even realise it was happening when it was happening, man. And so, like, obviously... To get two fifty at forty two um, is all right. Mm. Um, in my first year back, especially when I went into the season thinking I was a bowling all rounder, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then only got seven wickets. So, um, but then again, the the man who took over the bowling trophy only got nine. Yeah, I know. And, and you got a mention with eight, mate. Yeah, well I, I finished third. And missed a game because yeah. I was crook. And the last game I did my grunt muscle going for gold. Um, Heart muscle? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 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 Bowling off spinners. But I reckon um, people misread my nude nuts, play for spin. That's what gets They certainly do. <laughs> uh, it's been a great year. <clears throat> A, a wily slow bowler is always better than a quick bowler, I reckon. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, especially against me. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm giving everyone a bit of a heads up there. I think Juddy found that out and in, in the nets on Sunday. He was bowling. Um, Tim Sargent couldn't get me out, but Juddy got me out twice. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, yeah, just bowling, uh, yeah, new nuts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he mixes them up well. His pace is pace variations really good. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. And and I'm pretty sure the wicketkeeper Cess from uni. Yes. I'm pretty sure he got me plum LBW I would have walked for. Yeah. So, right. Yeah, I've missed it. It's hit me in the pad. He didn't appear when I went, I reckon I'll walk it for that one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he just <laughs> He's a wily old cricketer too. Um, but Cess. it's only in the nets and it's only early and we haven't had a hit for a couple of months, so yep. so it was all right. Yeah. Very yeah, it was good to get back in there again. Yes, it's just a real shame that all the um the state training is on at the same time that I'm coaching soccer. So 
So I know, I know. We're ten till twelve every week. Yeah, and we play ten thirty till twelve every week. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, it's right when yeah. I'm yelling at children. Actually, what you could say is I'm perfectly healthy. It's just that I've come straight from soccer training, <clears throat> and yeah. I've been yelling at children for an hour and a half. That's why my voice. Yeah, that's right. Not because of COVID, but because of children. 18-year-old kids. Yeah, yeah, that's right. you got to yell at them. they got to get the message, mate. That's how they listen. <laughs> yeah, correct. Correct. Um, so, okay, I'll jump into my rap. Yes. There's been there's been a bit to catch up on mm-hmm. in both codes, up the, up in River Murray footy. Um, Jervois, my, the team that we uh, follow up there, um, Tate, Silverlock's coaching, and he's my nephew. Yep. Just to fill people in in case they'd forgotten because we haven't talked for a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, and <laughs> um, Jervois are sitting now second on the ladder, equal on equal on point. No, one game behind um, the Imperials up there. Um, and Jervois this week. Play Meningi, mm. who lost only lost to the Imps that are top by three points last week. Yep, and they drew with Manham, who are fifth. Meningi is sitting fourth, um, in week four. So the week before, so and Jervois, um, they've they've beaten the two bottom sides in the last. Uh, two weeks, yep. but three weeks ago they lost to Manham, who drew with Meningi um, by five goals. And so they'll be very much looking for a win this week against Meningi because Meningi um, took the chocolates in the first round. So they're back in the – they're back playing the same side again right. um, already. Yep. Because um, the uh, season is flying past. It is. And – yeah, so um, Jervois will be looking for a bit of a revenge from round one loss. So um, it should be a good game out, and they're playing at, at Jervois right. this week. Tate, Tate's been out. Um, he's did a hamstring, I think. Ooh. I think it was a hamstring. Um, but don't quote me on that because I could be incorrect because it's just going from information from his old man. Right. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, yeah. So um, they had a good win against the Ramblers last week, but the Ramblers are bottom. They've only won one game. Yep. They won 13-16 to 8-8. Eight, eight. Um, Farrar, the, the big recruit, is still going great guns. He kicked four. So um, they've, they're travelling along pretty well at the minute, but they would be very, very – they'd be very, very keen to get over Meningi. Mm. Um, I mean, they're, they're three points ahead of them, so they're a game and a half ahead because Meningi's draw – um, but but Meningi did fix them up in the first round, so they'll be looking to get back. Absolutely. Um, Sounding like a good competition. And the Mighty Thunderers yes. had a m- magic milestone happen on the weekend. Um, Will Muirden, um broke the A-grade the A games record um, of... 200 he played his 286th game nice. uh, Matt Smith commonly known as nappies yep. um, had the had the gong before that at 285 and the boys 
had a massive win over Gums um, in celebration. And look, mate, they're lucky they kicked straight 14 7 to 12 goals 13. Wow. So the Gums, I reckon, will be absolutely spewing. They let that one slip yeah. at, um, at the home of the Thunderers. Um, because at the moment, Iron Bank are sitting top of the table on nice. 10 points with Kangi. Yep. Um, so they've had a couple of good wins, mate. Um, so with these games, is there enough games left in the season for him to get to the 300? No, probably not this season, I don't reckon. Right. I don't reckon there'd be 14 games left. No, not including semis as well? Mm, well, yeah, semis and grand. Yeah. That'd be a fairy tale ending, wouldn't it? 300th game for the GF. 300th game, grand final. We've predicted Have a it. win. We've, That'd be awesome. Yep. We've just predicted it here. On, yep, absolutely. It's going to happen. Mate, I wish there was enough games, but I don't reckon there is. I reckon there's only about seven or eight. Ah, uh, bugger. Yeah. I'll, I'll add them up. I'll give you an answer next week. Righto. I didn't, I didn't actually add that up. Um... But they travelled to Birdwood this week. They should have a big win. Birdwood have only won one game for the year. Right. So um, they'll be looking for a big win out there. Um, but they don't want to take them too easy on the velodrome no. out at Birdwood. Yeah, because, um, yeah, it's got a bit of a hill in it, Birdwood. They call it the velodrome. Okay. Bit of a bike track. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. So um, that's Hills footy for you. Yep. Um, now, I... Didn't do it this week, but um, Mount Lofty girls are travelling really, really well at the moment. Um, and I think, I mean, I'd, I would like to follow the Iron the Iron Swans, as they're now known. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, they've combined with, um, I'm not sure who it is. Maybe it's Bridgewater Callington still. I'm not sure. Yeah, they're called the Iron Swans anyway, okay. uh, the girls. And... Um, a big shout-out to Bridget Morgan, who played her 200th game on the weekend. So, well, well done. done to Bridget. Um, yeah, awesome. Awesome effort. Um, and, yeah, so – and, I've, look, there's a – I work with a girl um, called Hannah at, at SACA, and she plays for Mount Lofty, and the Mount Lofty girls are going great guns. I don't think they've lost a game. I don't think anyone's got even close to them. Yeah, right. So um, we might keep up with them during the year as well. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Keep an ear out, and yep. I'll let you know how they're going. Cool. That will do. We'll keep an eye on them. Yeah. That, well, I think that's all from me, mate. Okie-dokie, because I was starting to... <laughs> Wonder what was going on there. So you can tell I'm pushing. The Why? Buttons. What happened? Oh, there was. <laughs> I just wanted an excuse to push that button. Few <laughs> <laughs> milestones going on this week, though, boys. Yeah. There, there you go. Much. And one of them too. <laughs> Very good, mate. <laughs> um, okay, so what we don't normally do, we're actually recording this show on a Wednesday night, and we're going to release it on a Thursday night. So one of the things that we do on a Thursday night is footy tipping. So oh, yeah. <clears throat> when I finish here, I'm going to put together the, the um the 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 update and let everybody know all about it. And I'm pretty sure I've got some new what's going on there. Um 
I don't know, mate. Something's I'll happening. probably pick the storm, the storm over the Seagulls, uh, Broncos over the Titans. <laughs> Did you pick? You would <laughs> have picked the Dragons. Obviously. Wrong code. Oh no! Sorry, boys. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 no, I um, thought I'd try stir, stir up a few uh, listeners there by. Uh... Hey, mate. But oh. there, but there is there is a cracker of a game on Friday night at your old stomping ground, the Sydney Cricket Ground. There sure is. Yes, Wannies are playing the Tigers. That will be oh. a rip snorter. Seeing the Swannies went down last week. Yep. Um, and I picked them to go down to Carlton. Carlton touched them up on the Friday night, and that was our yeah, game of uh, difference. The Swannies will be looking to bounce back this week against yep. the Tigers. So I've picked them. I don't by know 20, if they can do it though. Twenty three points. I've picked them by. Sydney? Yep. This week? 23 points. Yep. yep. Did you pick them last week against Carlton as well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I picked Carlton, mate. But I only picked them by six points last week. I thought it was going to be close. <laughs> now, one thing I Hey, Callum Mills is playing all right, isn't he? He is. Now, I should have put him in my Shiva coach team. Oh, dear. Ewan. Now, my picks are going to be difficult this week because... I don't have the odds. Um, nah. So I might We've got need... Brisbane and GWS. Brisbane should win that one. Yep. Oh, the crazy. Uh, then we go got down. Geelong, Adelaide. Well, you'd think the Catters would win at the Cattery, wouldn't you? But yeah, Fremantle we... did touch them up there a couple of weeks ago. So they'll have incentive to play well at home. And they're tipping Danger's Melbourne. out. I yep. know that. <clears throat> so get rid of some of the old Deadwood. They'll be right. Yep. That's it. Um, there are some pundits out there that are tipping Melbourne to go through the year undefeated. Um, They're playing Frio this week. They are. So that, I mean, they should get over Frio. You expect them to win, but you never know with Frio. No. We don't know who, which Frio is um, going to turn up. Oh, and the Bulldogs should smash the West Coast callers. They're terrible. Yep. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And I think Telf's going to have a, a nice uh, Saturday as well. He'll his hawks. You reckon they'll up. get over the Gold Coast? Yeah, mm, should do. Maybe it's away. I might go the Suns actually. <clears throat> so the Suns are going to get the job yeah. done there. So Telf's not going to have the best. Did the Gold Coast day. push Western Bulldogs in Melbourne last week? Yeah. Okay. And then they yeah. they beat Frio. They doubled Frio's score the week before. So Gold Coast aren't going as bad as everyone makes out they are. That's a fair point. But you know. Hawthorne should beat them, I, I reckon. It's up, mm. at, up in Northern Territory, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, that's at T.O. Stadium. Yep. Okay. Um, so that moves So in. Gold Coast might win that one over the Hawks, I reckon. Well, they're used to the warmer weather. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got the Saints <clears throat> over North Melbourne. Well, yep. North Melbourne are going about as good as the Coolers, aren't they? They are. So that's an easy pick. And then we've got the Collingwood Carlton. I reckon they'll get 80,000 people at the G on Saturday. Yeah, that's a big for that. Carlton. And Collingwood had a massive win last week against uh, uh, Frio. Yep. But and Carlton, Carlton had came a, hard, off a good win against Sydney. Yeah, it was a hard, hard win. So I think they've <clears throat> had to have played better football to, to, to get yeah. the job done. And... Is it going to be a sad weekend for Adelaide people? 
or other poor nah, people? Nah, quarter by Essendon. Essendon are a basket case at the minute. <laughs> so it depends that... who they get back. <clears throat> they better get Ridley back because I need him for my super coach team. There we go. He's a big hole in defence when he's not there. He straightens them up pretty well. So my tips are saved. Tips are done. Sydney by twenty three. They're done. Yep. Lions. Wow. Geelong. Oh, I didn't. I didn't put them in. I will be doing that after I see the sides. <laughs> see, I don't look, look at the sides. Mate, um, I got I got stitched up in Supercoach last week. I didn't check the GWS changes. Oh no. And Canelio was the only midfielder left. And I I booted him because he got only got sixty the week before, and he got one hundred and forty, and Proust didn't play because he Ooh. had COVID, and so Tex I didn't have out. a ruckman, so there I got a go. donut, and then I bought in I bought in Dusty Martin for Cornelio, and he only got seventy five or seventy nine or something. There so, you go, spewing. Well, that's one thing about footy; it doesn't matter what code it is, you can't predict the future. Otherwise, um, we'd all be – well, there wouldn't be a betting market, that's for sure. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, where shall I start? Let's start with the Modbury Jets um, down here at uh, Ladywood uh, Reserve. I went down and watched this game, and you'd be interested to know, like I was, I was standing there on the side and I was looking around for our mate Adrian, and I couldn't find oh, him. Oh, yeah. Because um, he's normally more vocal than the crowd, and it's a vocal crowd. Yeah. Let's say I can yeah. hear I can hear the game from my house with the windows closed. Um, so that's when I know play starts, so I wander on down and have a look. And I got there before any goals had been scored, <clears throat> and they uh, Modbury Jets played... The Adelaide Red Blue Eagles. So that's the old Azuri. Yeah. The um the the Blue Eagles, the uh, old Azuri team, and then they scored. Well, I guess you could definitely say it was a a goalkeeping mistake. He came out too far, um, and it was uh, one nil up to the Red Blue Eagles. Um, and that's when the Jets really turned it on. And they came back and won the game 2-1. But um, getting back to our man Adrian, I yep. realised where he was um, at half time when he came, I won't say jogging, um, more like fast walking from the other side of the pitch. He actually got roped in to be the assistant referee, the linesman on the other side. So... Um, yeah, it was, so he was running the line um, as flag duty um, and then turned around and he had a... Wow. Tip. Yeah, so... Or well, he's a qualified ref. Um, I know. But um, so obviously they, the um, refs that turned up only had one assistant and she was stood in front of the home team and Adrian went and stood on the opposite side of the pitch in front of the away fans and... Um, the striker kept getting offside in the second half, and boy, did he cop it. <clears throat> but Adrian being Adrian, he didn't care at all. He just turned around and told them how far offside he was and moved on. It was, it was good to watch. Um, it was a good game by the Jets. So he, he adjudicated well then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, everything that I saw, like, well, 
he he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's calling. Um, and some yeah. of the some of the calls, the 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 Red Blue Eagles, I guess, coaching bench and fans were having a crack at the guy was um, involved, so he got called. It's fair enough, I reckon. Mm. Um, now, so so Adrian was basically a club umpire. Yes. Wow, and he was calling the opposition side offside. Yeah. Yep. Oh. So he was calling he was calling his own team offside in the first half. And if I was, he was. Ref, yep, and that's what normally happens. So you you actually yeah, no, you should stay with your own defenders. So if you're a club ref. So he was right in the second half. Um Yeah. So what like a bit of a uh I guess it's it's if I can work with my assistant coach I'll get him to run the line and I'll use him to work with the defenders and they work with him if that's it's a bit of a coaching yeah trick. pushing up or yeah, pushing yeah, back or yeah, whatever yeah yeah but no he was he, yeah. did, he did well um and the ladder as it stands after six rounds after five rounds I should say Modbury are sitting third so two points wow. behind the Titans. They've won three and drawn two. So, um, yeah, chatting with Adrian at halftime, he was fairly disappointed with the two draws um, as they're the uh, defending champions from last year. But um, as it turns out, I guess it all depends on recruitment over the summer. And, yeah, it's going to be a good competition. So the Titans and the old Ignatians are uh, in front of them. They've only drawn... One and the old Ignatians have lost one, so there's only two points separating the top three. So good competition coming up. And yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, moving to Modbury Vista Amateurs, <clears throat> they had a good win over Adelaide Croatia on the weekend at home, um, winning six nil against uh, against Croatia. So that was um, a well. Well-deserved win. Um, Josh Genovese, and uh, he got amongst the goals, who's my assistant coach. And it's good that, uh, that, that they're able to put their first team on the pitch. Um, they've been really hammered with the, um, the COVID and people being sick and injured. So the story with the Modbury Vista Amateurs has been the uh, reserves for the B grade have been first-team players, and then a lot of the reserve-grade players have been used on the bench in for the senior team. So there's players wow. that have been playing two games. Hard work. Yeah, hard work. So they're starting to get their um, their full squad back together again. And so, yeah, they had a good win, 6-0, um, and that puts them up into fifth place. Um which is good. So they've played six, one, two, drawn three, and no, lost three and drawn one. So, you know, they're lower than where they should be, um, mm. and, and they're only on the improve. Now, <clears throat> I have to talk about the Colts. I had a good, of course. I, have to, I had a good long chat with the coach. Um, so long... 
story short, there's six games being played. And I guess when we left on our hiatus, that was just before I got COVID, I reckon. And the game that I missed through COVID, we had no subs and no coach, and we lost 2-3. And, oh. and last weekend, we it was top of the table, uh, first versus second. So it was Modbury Vista we playing Tea Tree Gully Strikers. Each team had lost one game, and there was only two goals separating the two teams, uh, and they were on equal points. So they were both on 13 uh, 12 points, and as it came out, um, a great game um, at Teacher Gully, and it took a little bit of while. It took a little bit of time for us to get used to the pitch, and by the time we kind of got used to it, we were a goal down. So we went, yeah, down a goal early, and I thought, oh, game on here. Um, so I made a little bit of a change. I swapped the wingers over. Oh, I should say the coach swapped the wingers over in a bit of a strategic move. And next minute, um, we go into the break 2-1 up and finish the game, winning the game 5-1. So that puts Mod wow. on top of the table. 15 nice. points, three points, uh, two points clear. And, um, yeah, so we've scored 39 goals in six games. So we're doing all right. That's good going. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So, yeah, that's pretty much me done. <clears throat> um, although I should have a shout-out to our man Liam Verity. Um, he was picked in a um, – oh, hang on a second – um. Oh no, that was another different chat. I thought Telf was trying to come in, but he's yakking on another chat. No, 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 no. Um, no, <clears throat> I don't have. Oh, I've got that's a button that we're not going to push tonight. Um, unfortunately, but that's all good. And so, yeah, that pretty much wraps wraps it up from my end, and nearly wraps it up from everywhere. Um, coming up this weekend, I guess we've got, um, well, it's the first round of the cup, but because of the amount of teams in our competition, we're playing a catch-up game against Tetra Gully Rangers, and I'm confident we'll get the job done there, no problems at all. Mm. Love the confidence, Smith. It's good. Well, I'm confident we're going to win the comp and win the cup. How good's that? Yep. Wow. We're going for the double this year. So it'll be the first time the cup's been played in two seasons. So um, because of COVID, the cup's been uh, put to the side. So with that in mind, wow. <clears throat> I think my voice is about to fall out and yeah. land on the table. Yeah. Now, Shep, yes. I must thank you for tonight, for recording Wednesday and going live, uh, going posting tomorrow night because uh, my wife's in Melbourne this week and she gets back tomorrow evening. So it would have been um, not possible for me to join again 
and we didn't want to go three weeks in a row without no. a show. The, the the person listening in wouldn't like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can get a few more listeners, eh? Absolutely. So make sure, um, Brad, make sure you tell all the outlaws that um, you talk about them every week. And I will. I'll definitely be sharing it. Absolutely. And we'll get around to all the clubs. We'll do some sharing um, to make sure those clubs that we talk about know that we're talking about them. And I'm also... That's it. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to have a new... I don't think the Thunder... I don't think the Thunderers would be all that happy with me at the minute. Because Why is that? There was an old boys catch up on Saturday that I couldn't go to because I was oh. crook. So, um, yeah. So I couldn't get there. Um, I did send my apologies because it was a big day, obviously, with yep. Will Muir and breaking their club record and all that kind of stuff. So well, there was also it would have been would have been good day. to be there, but yeah, the, your presentation. If you're not day. well, you're not well. That's right too. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. And. Ooh. With that in mind, make sure, dear listener, that you tell a mate because we'd love to uh, welcome new listeners to the show. And definitely, that means as well Absolutely. if you want to be part of the show, we'd love to have you on. Yeah. And a big shout out to all the people that do listen in. Thank you very much. And that pretty much wraps it up for tonight. Thanks, Brad. Pleasure as always, gentlemen. Thank you. Thanks, mate. And thank you, Tomo. Um, and we will see you next Thursday. See you next Thursday. That's it. And that was another episode of Selection Night with Shep and Tomo, which is, as always, brought to you by your favourite podcast. I have forgotten to mention that and it should be but this has been another your favorite podcast production thank you very much